Hello, and welcome to the Experience Utah podcast. My name's Ty Erickson, and I'll be your host. We will be talking about everything to do with Utah, especially how to experience Utah the way it was intended. Let's get started. This is episode three of the Experience Utah podcast. Today we are going to be talking all things Park City. I've got my lifetime friend, Chad Atkinson, joining us. Chad and I grew up spending a lot of time at Park City doing different things. Um, Chad is also instrumental in helping us out with a lot of things to do with Experience Utah. So I'm happy to have him on. Let's get this episode started. Chad, welcome to the third episode of the Experience Utah podcast. Uh, good to have you on here. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks, Tom. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about all things Park City um, from multiple different angles. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. Um, what I wanted to, to really start with was kind of a brief history. I'm definitely not a historian, but just a brief history of Park City. Uh, most of the people that are initially going to listen to this podcast are going to be people from out of state, I'm guessing. Um, but you may have some people that jump on locally um, to maybe gather some ideas of what to do and, and other stuff. So, um, But Park City uh, is about 20 minutes out of Salt Lake. So we get a lot of people asking us, you know, when they come in to visit Park City, where is it? What can I expect? How far is it from the airport? It's about uh, 20 miles from the airport. So I would expect, depending on the time of the day, we don't have major traffic issues here in Utah. So it's like a 20, 30 minute drive, um, you know, depending on if you're in rush hour or whatnot. But even if it's usually not bad. So um, not a huge population. It's a small town. Obviously, it's a ski town. And even when you take the, the population into consideration, most of it is tourist based. Um, for the skiing and other stuff. And, and we'll jump into that of uh, what people are exactly doing. But on the surface, and most people probably know this, it's mainly skiing. Um, Park City, surprisingly, has a growing economy. Utah's economy as a whole uh, is doing phenomenal right now. Um, but Park City, interesting enough, and I just looked at this, but there's some major outdoor companies that are located up there. And, and Chad, you may... Uh, you know, be aware of some other ones, but um, backcountry.com is headquartered up in Park City. Rosignol, the ski company, which I believe Rosignol owns some other sporting goods companies as well, like TaylorMade, but I think it's just the ski division that's up there. And then Skull Candy was started and still headquartered uh, up in, in Park City. Um, so that, that's just a little bit of a background. Park City started as a mining town, and then uh, the mines have kind of died out over time. Um, and now it's just become mainly a, a, a tourist attraction, uh, really of the who's who, um, not just celebrities, but even royalty around the world. So, yeah, and it's it's, it's interesting because Park City it's such an outdoor. I mean, obviously, you mentioned the outdoor retail industry. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a big pull, obviously, to Utah, but Park City is kind of the headquarters of that because it's really year round. You have phenomenal skiing in the winter but at the same time spring summer and fall you have golf i mean obviously there's a lot to do and we'll get into a lot of that and yeah as we go on with the podcast but i mean the, the, it really is an outdoor location you have a lot of these companies 
they either started here or they come here because of the culture that exists here. Um, I mean, it really is an outdoor crowd, even just driving around on any given day, you'd see people out riding bikes, you know, rollerblading, skiing, golfing, whatever it is. And it's just such a great place to be. It really is. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I hope I don't offend anybody by this, but it, it it's a different type of people that are up there than even in Salt Lake. Like, I, I just think it has a different culture to it. That's not good or bad, but it just has a different culture than city life too. Like it is an outdoorsy uh, place. So, well, and a lot of that goes, well, you know, it's kind of, twofold here but it goes from the mining history itself of Mm -hmm. you know it was a backwards mine town that turned into a skiing town and that was people that wanted to be off the grid per se and then now you have Sundance Film Festival you have a lot of pull from you know people from outside of Utah and that's been something interesting within the state of Utah within the last 10 20 years actually more so even the last five to ten years of an influx of people they come to utah and i've seen this over and over again they come to utah for the skiing they might rent a condo or a townhome and eventually they end up moving here because it's just so beautiful and uh, a lot of people yeah the olympics were a big part of that too oh absolutely people come to utah and they see how incredible it is and and uh and park city again is a major pull you have access to Salt Lake City downtown within, like Ty mentioned, 20, 30 minutes or so. But at the same time, you feel like you are, I mean, literally up in the mountains. And uh, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. So to that point, uh, I wanted to kind of describe, because it's funny, uh, as I've said in the other podcasts, people see there's like New York, Chicago, the Midwest, and then there's California. And we talked to a lot of people that, I'm not kidding that don't even realize that Utah exists or, you know, they they just don't know much about Utah um, other than we had the Olympics once here and they maybe heard stuff here and there. Um, But the type of scenery that's in park cities, you're talking uh, massive mountains. Uh, Obviously anybody can go on and Google and look up park city, Um, but, but a totally different mountain than Southern Utah. So Southern Utah has got the red rock, um, and then Northern Utah has got your very green, very plush, very, uh, just beautiful forest. scenery. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah yep. And that's, again, that's another pull that people come to youth and they see that within four hours of anywhere, Northeast, South and West, very dramatic, dramatically different landscape between a Southern yeah, Utah, very world. desert, uh, Lake Powell, you know, beautiful stuff. You get up to, to Utah, to, to, to Park City and it's this mountainous community of an outdoor um haven that people come and beautiful lakes beautiful skiing things to do very vibrant community and again like like you mentioned you go further north and it's more dense forest um a lot of camping a lot of hiking and again it's a beautiful place to live and people come here to visit they realize how incredible it is and they say hey this might be a great place to uh to come on a regular basis or stay So to that point, too, with the mountains, obviously you're in Park City, you're in elevation and people that haven't been in the mountains, that might be kind of hard to, to understand. But when you're up in Park City, you're up in the mountains. You're not down in the city. You're not. Absolutely. So you're you do have the you know, some people feel the effects of elevation. I, I don't think it's a large percentage, but I always tell people, you know, if if you're out in the sun, you're a little bit closer to the sun, sunburn's going to have a different dynamic. And then on top of that, you want to stay hydrated. 
Um, yeah, most of that would be noticed probably, I mean, obviously, depending on where people are coming from, but you would notice that from the airport. Mm -hmm. um, Park City, you're going up, you know, I don't know exactly what it is. Probably north of 7,000 feet, I would say. I mean, yeah, so, but from Salt Lake to Park City, it's minimal depending on where people are coming from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that kind of gives you an idea. I already talked about the distance from the airport and, you know, a lot of this stuff seems so basic, but we have a lot of people that come in and visit and then we talk to that, uh, you know, are just not familiar with Utah or the Midwest or just mountains in general or the landscape that's here. It, it's totally different. I don't know, you know, some people will compare Colorado to Utah, but it's still quite a bit different because Colorado, Colorado, you're still a ways out from the ski resorts and stuff. It's just a different dynamic. So Utah to me is super unique that way, but. Yeah, it really is. And again, you have this cultural and even religious dynamic that has existed. And that's what mm -hmm. most people know Utah for is the, um, the main religion that exists here, which is the church of Jesus Christ, of Latter-day Saints. And, yeah. you know, the, people have known Utah almost specifically for that. But again, I think over the last 10 to 20 years, you've seen a lot more people that have come, and again, it's a beautiful place. Very friendly people, uh, very clean, and yeah, very you know, clean, very clean. And uh, again, that that right there, even in the last ten to twenty years, has changed the 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 dynamic, even culturally. Yeah, the diversity is great. I mean, the diversity continues to scale here, and um, just all around great people and people that I think take pride in living here and are appreciative of the cleanliness of the family environment. Um, and so, yeah, you just got a lot of, a lot of really good people here, um, that love being here. Um, so the next thing I want to jump to is, uh, what is park city known for? Um, and we kind of touched on just an overall scale of, of Utah, but big things that park city is known for, obviously the skiing's number one, um, snow in general, uh, any type of, of winter sports are here, especially because of the winter Olympics that were here. Uh, Sundance Film Festival is obviously a massive draw and it just continues to get bigger and bigger every single year. And then I, what I would say is there's actually more to do in Park City in the summer than there is the winter, but it's always had that winter draw because of its world-class skiing. I mean, I'll, I'll be bold. We're biased. It's the best skiing in the world. And, I, you know, people that are avid skiers would attest to that. At least oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's actually one thing that sometimes people forget, not so much that the ski resorts have the best snow uh, open, you know, obviously during the winter months, but they forget, even sometimes the locals forget how much there is to do at these same resorts during the summer months. They stay open year round. There's restaurants, there's shops, um, you know, so many things to do. There's the alpine slides, um, yeah. mountain, mountain biking, uh, hiking. And again, it's all within range uh, minutes it's just yeah incredible yeah um so and we'll dive into that a little bit more um i want to take a little bit of a step back uh and kind of go into a niche subject which would be we have a property in park city and part of the reason why we do this podcast is we do invite people in um for several reasons we have family and friends and everything else that we allow utilize our property um, but just to kind of dive back and I won't spend a ton of time on this is just on our house. So if you're coming to visit experience Utah, you're, you're able to utilize our house. Um, and, and I, I didn't really prepare for this, but our, our house is just a few minutes outside of, of main street. Um, it's in, 
kind of close to what would you say chad the east side of park city resort you can actually see the resort from the back of our house and i don't i don't necessarily want to go into the exact specifics of where it's at so people <laughs> but yeah of course but just oh, kind of a um, general location and yeah just historic main street is i mean it's in its name is very historic and everything right there is shops restaurants bars a you know, lot to do but it is within walking distance of the main uh, park city resort yeah. And um, again, it's all this downtown field that is at one point this mining town that a lot of the same historic buildings and this historic Main Street still exists and has now yeah. been converted into this vibrant uh, community that is not even so much weekends that it's almost nightly. Yeah. So our our house real quick sleeps, uh, I would say, 10 people comfortably, probably eight privately um it out of all of our properties it's it's by far if you ask me the most luxurious um so it it definitely caters to a different group if someone comes in and uses our property um it's very it's gotten uh i'm not an architect or a designer by any means but it, it's got a italian uh kind of a tuscan feel to it with a, a tuscan lodge type feel a lot yeah. of wood um a lot of uh stone and rock um it's just it's a one-of-a-kind residence and it's definitely it's just a, a beautiful property the landscaping is world-class landscaping um and it, it's just set up really nicely each room is is a master suite so it's got full big uh bathroom and full i mean it's a master suite so well and and the property itself the home it's incredibly decorated like you mentioned and it's yeah. It definitely gives you that same Park City vibe and feel um, yeah. very much a lodge feel or cabin almost that um, you walk out again, the back doors and you see beautiful mountains, trees, water features right there on our own property. But again, right out the, uh, the, the windows and the doors is this mountainous feel. And that's what really what this property brings to the experience is the experience of Park City, really. Yep. And it's got a theater, hot tub, it's got fire pit, um, like Chad said, uh, water feature, the water feature is beautiful. And then just the landscaping kind of goes right in with the, the park city fill and in the atmosphere and the landscape that you're in. Um, so that kind of gives you some details uh, about the property. If you've been invited in and you're listening to this to kind of get some more idea on, on park city. But what I would recommend too is, um, it's invite only access, but if you jump on our website, you can go in if you have access to it and uh, see the the pictures on there, so you can get a, a better idea. But it's it's definitely a one of a kind, beautiful uh, property. Um, so the next thing I'll jump to is what is there to do, and this is probably where we'll spend the bulk of our time uh, speaking about it. Um, what I want to start with is let's just get it out of the way. Not like it's not important, but the big thing is <laughs> everybody wants to hear about skiing, snowboarding, uh, snow sports. So in all Chad's actually probably better at skiing than I am. <laughs> probably more versed on it. Um, well, I'll it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I used to go a lot and then, yeah. you know, life happens, kids, family, work. Now I'm lucky if I get, you know, a few times uh, a season, if I'm lucky. Everybody expects us as Utah to be, you know, professional skiers. And we're probably worse than people that live in Florida. <laughs> there are people I, again, I have family members that, again, grew up right here in Utah that have never mm -hmm. been skiing. So please, you know, it's all come. There's a lot of incredible staff and, you know, training um, um, 
uh, classes and, 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 and I'm sorry and, and whatnot that can actually help with people of all different levels. So and I would recommend really to take it. Yeah, I would recommend to take advantage of that um, if you can and you're in the position to do it. Is definitely take some lessons. Um, you know, I don't think we have all the time to talk about the nuances and the different runs and stuff like that. That'll be a totally different podcast. That would no, of course. But, but here's a small example. I have actually done this again as a local, but there's even some local passes through some of the resorts where uh-huh. they, they offer a, a, a training class for, for kids, for adults. It comes included with the ski rentals, yeah. um, uh, you know, a half of the day where again, the kids can go do the classes the parents can go ski vice versa however one yeah it works out but it is great pricing and um it works out i mean it really is a phenomenal yeah. deal no and they do go out of the way to make it very user-friendly family-friendly you know parents kids whatever it may be and and we can kind of help navigate you um in those directions if you need be absolutely um, and along those lines so where it gets a little bit confusing of people coming out of state they think okay utah skiing mountains so we have such a vast mountain range that we have multiple ski resorts. So as people come in and they're wondering, okay, I'm going to Park City, where the heck should I go skiing? So you're, it's going to be your three main, and Chad, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've got Deer Valley, Park City, and then you've got, uh, they're still calling it canyons, right? See, I should know. Yeah, they're still calling it canyons, yes, Canyons yes. Village. Yeah. So those are your three that are right there. Keep in mind, it is a tourist town. There probably is going to be some pricing difference. Um, you can look at everything through Google so or whatever way you want to search it. The information is <laughs> on there. But if you want to be close right there, especially if you're staying in our property or you're in Park City, Main Street, downtown, um, those are going to be your three options unless you want to drive around the other side of the canyon. Again, it's not that far. It's probably a 30-minute drive, 45-minute ride yeah. up to the resort. Um, but your three ski resorts you're going to want to focus on if you want to stay in Park City is Canyons, uh, Park City Resort, and then Deer Valley. Deer Valley. Deer Valley is going to be the cream of the crop, very high end, the who's who. You've got Stein Erickson Lodge. Um, that's going to be your very VIP, probably uh, more expensive. Uh, you know, I haven't price shopped it, but from everybody that I talk to on a regular basis, it would be on a higher end, but at the same time, yeah. it's more about the experience. You get the, yeah. the definitely experience of, of park city through deer Valley. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's probably, as you hear about park city, that's probably what you're hearing about. I mean, it, but again, you have park city mountain itself that, yep. I mean, again, compare apples to apples, they get about the same, when it comes to Google reviews or whatnot um, and canyons canyons is one that even as a local, they, I mean, they started out not even that long ago and they built that thing almost out of nothing. They, they purchased a few other smaller resorts yeah. and, and really have built that thing into this incredible villa. I mean, they call it Canyons oh, village because that's exactly what it is. It's, I mean, I'm miniature golfing during the, uh, the, the, the summer months, obviously all the winter sports, but I mean, really a lot of different options as far as the resorts in park city. Well, and I won't mention any names or expose anybody, but that's, there's a lot of the who's who um, celebrities and just influential people that, that live up in, in canyons. Cause it's kind of that up and coming um, place where a lot of people are going. Deer Valley's always been kind of the, the old school prestigious where everybody would go, but canyons is quickly growing and becoming kind of a destination place. 
Absolutely. And it really kind of, you know, depends on the experience. Some people want to come and have this resort experience yeah. and they they can definitely cater to that, but there's even properties, whether they're through these resorts or even apart where they are literally called ski in properties, right? Where you yep. can, in winter months, you can literally ski off of the front or back porch yeah, and so. right onto the resorts or the, the, the uh, ski resort. So it really is incredible. Yeah. And I would say park city's got, some of the most expensive real estate in all of Utah. It probably does. I don't know if I can factually say that, but I feel safe. I think you're right. I mean, a pretty high probability. (laughs) It it would be like if you're in California being at the beach. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So, um, so another thing um, which I love snowmobiling, uh, super fun. We have a great connection there. Um, we use Lofty Peaks for everything, and and I will do a totally separate episode with Lofty Peaks, and we'll get a, into more detail there. Um, oh, but nice. I always, I always recommend to people to go try snowmobiling. It's if you haven't been, it's not what you think. It's not a four wheel. It's not a wave runner. <laughs> Very true. It, it's not that. It, it's an experience. So I'll just leave it at that. Unless you want to add something to that, Chad. But snowmobiling, I I would definitely recommend it. Um, it is an experience that's unlike any other. I would mimic exactly what you just said. It's one of those things where people say, oh, I don't ever want to try that. Just if, if you want to, if you can, just try it once. It's, it's pretty fun. Oh, and as we're talking about winter stuff and people are like, oh, you know, I hate the cold. I, I'm a Utah I don't necessarily like the cold. I like the warm, but I will say this. And there's, there's a saying that, that goes to it that's kind of universal in Utah. There's no bad weather. There's just bad dress, meaning that you're, <laughs> especially with technology now, you don't have to be cold. Like, don't think of, oh, I'm going to go ski, I'm going to go snowmobile, I'm cold. I'll be honest with you, you'll end up sweating. You, you'll have more problem being warm than you will cold. I, I would no, that's very that true. Yeah. If you're dressed right. And now, no, with take, especially on snowmobiles, you've got heated seats, heated handlebars, skiing. Most of the time, it's sunny. You've got clear skies. Um, and so, yeah, don't, don't worry about the weather. Well, and and then on top of that, even if people, I mean, there's incredible gear, technology has gotten a whole lot better, but then even if somebody does get cold, you want to take a break, you know, they have at these resorts, they have these little lodges and pit stops that again, I say pit stops, I know I'm not talking like a food truck. I'm talking (laughs) (laughs) a five-star, you know, shack on the mountain right there in the resort that you can stop, hang out have a drink, have, you know, a full meal and then get right back to the skiing uh, and, or, or whatever, you know, activity that, that, that you want to do, but there's ways to t- take a break, but don't worry about the cold. Um, through a lot of these, these guides and excursion companies, they really do a, a lot to help, you know, steer people in the right direction. Oh, and they, yeah, they know, they know exactly what to do. Yeah. They're, yep. they're super well prepared and yeah. So I, my main point is don't worry about the cold. I mean, you, you can overcome that if you're worried about it. And that's what's so unique about it too, is you're, you're warm and you get to go play in, in the fluffy powdery snow, skiing, snowmobiling, sledding, whatever it may be. And you're not cold and it's just not what it may seem. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so that kind of covers a little bit of the, the winter activities. Um, so I'll bring it to, to Sundance and Sundance is like a, kind of a whole nother world. It's a two week time period. 
where kind of the world comes to Utah, it reminds me of like a, a mini version of the Olympics a little bit, just because all the sponsors and everything that come in. It's the Olympics for movies for, for <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. And yeah. of course there are plenty of film festivals out there, but Sundance, you know, it has a special place in the yeah. movie industry, I would say. Robert very, Redford. Very special, more so than I would say any other film festival, especially now if you look at it in the media. I agree. It definitely is held on a different pedestal than a lot of the other ones. Um, obviously Sundance was started, Robert Redford, you know, started, I think he's still very instrumental in the day to day of it. Um, their headquarters is actually super close to our house. Um, it's not in Sundance, the resort that a lot of people think, but yeah, Sundance is, you know, a little further South than right here in Park city. Um, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, it really is. It's definitely one place that you'd like to go visit there. There's places to stay. There's lots to do, but again incredible skiing but even during the, the the summer months i've taken my family up there we've gone hiking we've gone mountain biking they actually do these concerts um concerts in the park or yeah. amphitheaters amphitheaters you know and just again under the star nights and it's incredible it really is an experience to have yeah it's a fun place yeah um so as far as sundance film festival it it actually is spilling into salt lake because it's gotten so much bigger um, but I would say this, if you're a moviegoer, it's definitely a once in a lifetime opportunity. A lot of the films you're seeing, and I, I can't think of every single one, but one that always pops up to, into my mind is like Napoleon Dynamite, um, you know, that came through the film festival and then blew up into a, a big film. And that, there's probably so many more um, films that have come through there that a lot of people just don't realize that have kind of been birthed there. So it's, it's a unique opportunity in the fact that you can be the first one to see the movie, see it in a raw form. But then most of the time when you're watching them, you're in there watching them with the cast and the production crew. And um, it's really this, the stars become one with the people. If you're up at the festival, like if you're mm -hmm. on main street, you can be walking up and down main street or attend the movies and you'll see the who's who. And it's not, it, I hate to say this, but it probably used to be more so B and C and that uh, type actors and celebrities. Now it's the who's who. It doesn't matter. Well, and, and it is an interesting thing that happens, kind of an event with Sundance, the, the festival, um, with people that come to Utah to come experience the, the, the festival itself and watch some of the upcoming movies. But even for some of the locals, a lot of people come, they flock to Park City because it is. It's celebrities on a regular basis, mm -hmm. just again walking up historic Main Street, their restaurants, visiting, shopping. And it's a fun experience. It really is. Yeah, it's it's fun, especially, I mean, there's people that literally take two weeks off of work and go celebrity gawking <laughs> and go up there and see who they can get pictures with and who they can meet. And, and it's actually pretty cool. I think most of the celebrities, especially when they come in, they expect that. So I think they're pretty responsive and they're they're pretty interactive with with everybody oh absolutely and even you know in some of the the uh the service level industry of of uh rides and ride sharing yeah, living, and, yeah yeah and and all these these interesting ways that some of the local people can get involved and celebrities come and they they will get rides they'll get you know ways to share properties and a lot of the local people have these great experiences with some of these celebrities that are in these movies and again it's a great way to kind of share in that experience yeah. Um, and they're, the funny thing is the celebrities are fans in the movies themselves. And that's a lot of the reason a lot of them come. Not all of them are in the movies or even involved. Exactly. They, they're yeah. big fans of the process and the festival itself. So Yeah, exactly. The festival itself and how fun it is to just come and be a part of it.
Yeah. Um, and you can look, I think it's just Sundance.org, which is their main contact. You can buy tickets there. It's very accessible. You can get tickets. Um, and then you can see the different festivities that go on. So uh, I think it's called Park City Live. And I, I say that because it's changed names a few times. But when you're involved in the festivities and the film festival, there's a lot of concerts that go on and the who's who perform and there's parties and there's um, there's always there's so much stuff going on. So many different activities, not just the films or, you know, Main Street. There's a ton of other things you can be doing. Um, and concerts would be a big one because if you want to come and kind of see the who's who in an intimate environment, not, you know, at the big arenas, yeah. that would be the place to do it because they perform at a lot of the, the local clubs in Park City and at the venues um, that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise. Which That's is very cool. true. Yeah. Um, so that kind of covers just the surface of Sundance. And I'm sure we could do a whole episode on that. Um, the next thing that I always recommend to people is, which is super unique. I don't know how many people how many places you can do it but um dog sledding is a thing that i i recommend to people and we've got a, a world class and in, in a world-renowned place that does it up here uh that's called luna lobos um, and there's a few different things you can do they do it in the winter and the summer and then if you're a an animal or a dog lover you can actually go up and uh interact with the dogs and see how they train them and kind of go through that process and then i know they actually do summer camps as well where kids can go up and take care of the animals and learn more about them and just the classy way and the, and the world renowned way that they take care of the dogs, just something that's kind of unique when pe another winter sport you can do, but you can also do it in the summer. Right. Well, again, they, they go a lot into the history of dog sledding, right. Yep. And, and talk a lot about the dogs themselves and how they are and how they, how they train them very specifically than, you know, how we would with a domesticated dog, right. I mean, very, yep. very different. But again, people think dog sledding is like, eh, I don't know about that. But again, Give it a try. I mean, I think I did no, it when look, I was younger, like when the Boy Scouts or whatever. But, but my goodness, with these guys, it's a different experience. I mean, it really is incredible. Yeah, and I would just look them up online. It's Los Lunas Lobos, um, and they they're on social media, and you know, you can Google them or or whatever you want to do. But um, you can get a closer eye into what they do, and they're just phenomenal with these dogs. Um, and they they've actually I've talked to them, and we'll probably do an episode just on on what they're doing um, yeah that'd be really cool yeah um the other thing is sledding so sledding is an everyday thing in utah especially with kids but i again if you're not from here and you're not in the snow i would definitely and we can make recommendations on going sledding there's a million different places whether it be a private place a school a park whatever um, and then there's also there's a new facility that's being built um, that used to be called Gargoza Park, but I think it's now the new facility they're building is a uh, Westwood facility. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to have sledding where you can go down the hill and then it's got an automatic pulley that pulls you back up. Exactly. Um, Don't think of sledding as, you know, you and, and uh, you know, hauling these tubes and sleds up a long, long hill, right? This is something that is automatic, pulls up to the top. And again, just the sledding experience that is very different than yeah. the neighborhood hill at the you know local elementary school. <laughs> yeah. And I will say those are some of the funnest times for me. If I was to go sledding, I, you know, I wouldn't mind going and, you know, going to a local park or. School. Oh, for sure. But, but yeah, there's, there's definitely different ways, especially if you're not looking to hike or 
rough it out or go buy your own sleds, they kind of have a, a done for you system. There's a few different places you can go. Exactly. And if you're visiting Utah, again, you're not going to have all the gear, the tubes, the sleds, everything. And it's yeah. just, again, a, another way to go have an experience of doing that without, you know, having all the gear and the tubes and everything else. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit, but I think we can go in a little bit more in depth on Main Street. So I, I always tell people you could spend a day at Main Street, very high end shopping. There's not a bad restaurant on Main Street. If you think about it, it's a very uh, touristy location. So you've got the best of the best restaurants up there. Um, you know, I don't know if we need to go into detail on, on a bunch of different places as far as where to eat. We provide the people that come in and stay with us or that are invited to our properties. We'll give you some suggestions. Um, and I don't know if I have, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I've got it here on my list to talk a little bit more about where to eat, but I, I okay. think about places to eat on main street is what I think of. And then shopping and then just, well, and about- that's, yeah. And that's actually one thing that, um, could be an entire day. Mm-hmm. And I've done this before. I've, I've actually done this with my wife. We did this as an as a anniversary trip. Again, as a local you know, couple right here in Utah, we've gone up, we stayed and spent the entire day with breakfast right there on Main Street, yeah. walked up and down. There's the local shops. They have a lot, a lot of the local artists and photographers and the artistry of some of the artists. Sorry, the... Um, yeah, just the things. arts, the local art. And they do an arts festival and they do a few different things. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it really is very, very artsy, but you have a lot of the locally made, you know, hand baskets and woven stuff. And then you also have some of the history of the mining town. And there's the, I think it actually is the uh, downtown Main Street Mining uh, History Museum or something like that. Yeah, they do have a mining, yep. Yeah, it's a museum. And that, that alone is incredible. So just up and down, there's places to eat, there's places to drink, there's places to shop, um, just on a strip of, what do you say, two three blocks yeah Maybe, it's not know, it's exactly. not big and that's what's kind of cool about it too is you get out of your car and you can just walk it but you know but again and, and i'm sure people have have looked up pictures of downtown you know main street park city but again you have a lot of the old uh, historic structures of yeah. again main street mining town all the original and, stuff yeah yeah but then some have been painted and you have you know kind of bright colorful buildings that have been painted and restored and it really is an experience to just walk up and down and be a part of it yeah, just make sure you hold on to your wallet if you're shopping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not it's not cheap. So that gives you some insight on Main Street, and then we'll talk a little bit more about places to eat and and uh, Park City is really known for its microbreweries, um, stuff like that. We'll we'll jump into that. Um, the last thing that I would recommend that people do that's kind of a must do is go to Olympic Park. Olympic Park is uh, it's kind of on the other side as you come into Park City. It's not right on Main Street. Uh, but you can see it when you go into Park City, you can see it up on the side of the hill. Uh, it's where they held a majority of the Olympic events. I remember going up there for for multiple um, events up there. But now they've got it. It's actually one of the only, if not the last active winter uh, Olympics parks open um, that you can still yeah. go. And there's a million things to do up there. You can go bobsledding and that's winter and summer. Mm-hmm. Um you can do they've got like a elevated playground they have their own alpine coaster they have zip line they have you can take a tour of the museum and see all the stuff from the olympics which is super cool they've got simulators um a lot of the times when you go up there there's people rehearsing jumps and um during the summer you can go tubing down the the ski hills 
there's just there's so much yeah, to it's do. it's a lot of fun and you know i was actually not in utah during the olympics and i missed it and it's it's really hard one of those things that i was again born and raised in utah but i missed the olympics unfortunately yeah. but i'll say i've taken my kids and i have four young kids and i've taken them in the winter and the summer to the olympic park and it, it really is a lot of fun i mean they have all the stuff that that you're talking about I mean, just to say, hey, we've actually gone down a bobsled. <laughs> I mean, that alone is a lot of fun, but they have a lot yeah. of the, the, the professional ski teams. So you have the, the Ski Utah team that does the freestyle um, jumps, in, you know, in the Olympics. And and it's just fun to watch them even practice. They do a whole show and uh, it's it really is a lot of fun. I may be way off bases, but from what I remember, I've got some contacts and some friends that are heavily involved in the U.S. ski team. And and if I remember right, they're, the ski team is headquartered here, the U.S. Yeah, ski team. there at the Olympic Park. Yeah, so and that's why when you go up I there. Think, I, th- I think they are headquartered there, actually, at the yeah. Olympic Park, or at least yeah. that's where they train, that's where they practice. Yeah, and so that's why when you see a lot of people even from the U.S. in the Olympics and stuff, you'll see that it shows they're located in Park City or at least in Utah because this is where this is what they call home um, for training and, you know, just everyday stuff that they're preparing for the Olympics. So, yeah. Um, all right. So that kind of covers. Well, the and, and the Olympic Park will and quickly too on the Olympic Park, all the stuff that we mentioned and even some of the the ski jumps and the rock climbing, all these things, these are all things that they allow anyone to do. Yes. Um, it's not just going and watching them do it. They allow anyone to do the ski jumps, yeah, the freestyle point. stuff, all the bobsledding. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't know how far along you can go, but I would imagine that they allow you to even go out, you know, transition over to the snow, um, you know, if you get further along in the process. But it really is a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's a true just overall experience and, and an Olympic experience. I think that's what they try to do is <laughs> yeah, try to give people, you know, within reason, a simplified Olympic experience, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that kind of covers winter. And again, I know we could go on for hours about other stuff to do, but that, that kind of covers the basis in the winter of what I would recommend um or what we would recommend and what other people would recommend and just locals in general but uh so switching over to the summertime and i know we're going on a little bit longer kind of than yeah but, but bouncing um, back and, and forth because it's really fun to talk about but it is this versatile back and forth winter and summer and it's yeah it's a lot of fun so, so in yeah, the sorry summer, we're bouncing back and forth yeah the, the summer i would say boating is a big one um you know, you've got, I boat a lot at Jordan L. Deer Creek's another, you know, beautiful reservoir that's here. There's a lot of boating options, but yeah, if you're in Park City, I reckon, I recommend Jordan L. We have a great relationship with um, the Jordan L. Marina there and Lofty Peaks. And, you know, you can rent a boat, you can rent wave runners, you can do a lot of things. If you're coming to stay with us, you know, we'd be happy to, if it works out for everybody's schedules, get you out on the lake. Um, but I would definitely recommend that. They've also got a inflatable big playground. If you look up Jordan L, um, that you can go play on for the family, which is a lot of fun. If you're a big fisherman, Jordan L is a great place. They've done a great job even now at improving, you know, planting the lake. And, and then they provide fishing experiences as well, whether you get a boat or you wanted to do a, a guided um, fishing tour, whether it be there. We've got another great relationship with Salt Lake Fly Fishing that we refer a lot of people out to. Um, a lot of so- fun.
with hiking. I, I've heard there's like 70 miles of, of hiking trails up there. Um, I personally, you know, I'll admit I'm a hiker, um, but we'll probably do a whole nother episode and I'll have one of the, the people that we refer to for guides come on and talk more about in detail. But um, obviously that the hiking's never ending and there's some really beautiful places that you can hike to um, just yeah. up in the park city area. Well, and even, I mean, we kind of talked talk about the hiking and the biking. What's, what's really fun about these resorts is all of their, their chairlifts and the gondolas, the, the, uh, well, most of the, 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 the chairlifts, they leave those on, which is a lot of fun in the summer. Cause then you're actually riding these chairlifts up and you can start from there. You can start from the top. Yeah. You can hike to different peaks. You can yeah, get on your mountain bike and ride down on very easy trails. Um, but again, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun and a great way to experience these resorts and hike even on all different levels. Yep. Good point. Um, so another thing that, and me and Chad grew up doing this and in our early twenties, spent a bunch of time up there, but, uh, Alpine, there's an Alpine coaster and there's an Alpine slide. I would definitely recommend at least going on one or the other. Um, the Alpine slide is kind of the historic place for me when I talk about any of the you know, alpine coasters and slides, but they're both of them are totally different. One of them is on a track and one of them is going down a, a cement uh, track down the hill. You can go as slow as you want, as fast as you want. Um, a lot of fun and, and just a staple in Park City. If you're going to go up there, one yeah, thing to really do is just go on the alpine slide. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure if a lot of people know what it is. I mean, again, you can look a lot of this up, but these little coasters, you can go again as fast as slow as you want, but again, it's a lot of fun. It's a way to to experience the mountains you can go you know zipping through the trees and it's again it's super safe as long as you you know don't go super fast obviously <laughs> <laughs> which i've done before unfortunately but um you know it's still a lot of fun i mean you you take these carts up with a chairlift and you just really you're going through these mountains as if you were skiing almost but you're doing yeah. it obviously in the summer months it's a lot of fun yeah, on a little yeah on a little sled it's a, a little sled yeah and it, it's a staple. It's a staple here in Utah. So it's it's a local thing that I would guess most people that go up to Park City do it. You know, at least once a year. It's just one of those things that you go do. I would probably almost argue that the Alpine Slide, because the Alpine Slide, which one was it? Well, I think it was one in Park City that started, but it was about the only thing in the summer that was open, right? Yeah, I think it was one of the main. But yeah, the main it's been open for a long time, right? Yeah. And. And I really do believe, and, and I would argue that the Alpine Slide is what kind of kept that summertime vibe going. And now it's this huge summertime experience. And I would agree. Just, yeah. But for a long time, it was just, yeah, Park City has the Alpine Slide. But now, I mean, there's a lot to do during the summer months now, I would say. That's true. As I look back at that, yeah, that was kind of, you just go up to Park City, go on the Alpine Slide and kind of come home. I mean, you maybe eat a few places or whatnot, but yeah. Um, so that kind of covers that. The other thing, obviously, biking's massive. Biking and hiking kind of go together. There's places you can rent bikes up there that we can refer to. Um, one of the ones that, that's a go-to for us is Silver Star. Um, that's at least a starting point for you if you want to go rent some some bikes. Um, but and the biking kind of goes both ways, right? You have the mountain biking and also even the road biking. There's yeah. Yeah. a lot of groups and a lot of organizations here that they do um, – road biking on a regular basis and yep. that's a big and that's another thing that you see on a regular basis in utah now that's something that's a trend that's become very popular you know nationwide but in utah you see road bikes on a very regular basis 
Well, and even the the beach, you know, what I consider a oh yeah yeah cruiser That's bike true. or a beach cruiser is really big now too, where people you can just go. It's a chill town, so you can just go cruise around and you know kind of enjoy the scenery and the vibe in the town. And so I, I see a lot more of that now. Um, and you can yeah. rent all three types of bikes and get out. That's very true. Water. Yeah, I like uh, that. And then we have a lot of people that bring their bike in. If you're if you're an avid biker, um, bring your bike in. I have a lot of uh family friends clients that come in that bring their bikes and definitely a place to do that if you're if you're an avid biker yeah i agree um the other thing would be uh side by side so super fun to get up into the mountains there's definitely a bunch of places you can go um we recommend lofty peaks we have a great relationship with them um but you can go and rent and either get a guided uh guided ride or get out on your own and just get out up into the mountains. Um, sunrise and sunset tours are a lot of fun. Um, and then just, yeah, just to get outside and ride the trails and kind of get up to a higher elevation and see some beautiful scenery. I always recommend that. That's, but I'm a big fan of side-by-sides too. So that's another thing that, you know, that's probably been, I mean, what, over the last 10 years, those have really become super yeah. popular. And that's really, you know, thanks to Polaris, they really brought that thing um, to life and now there's so many different options of side-by-sides but it's still another experience that you have to just try yeah um, you get up on the mountain on the trails you're clear up the mountain where you would really not be able to get unless you were on a four-wheeler which some people you know has have reservations towards but with a side-by-side it's a mini car and you're super safe and it's just it's a, so much fun i mean a lot That's of fun blast. and an easy yeah. way, if you're not like me if you're not a hiker <laughs> that's what i recommend it's a real lazy way to get some places that you wouldn't be able to get to otherwise this is the golf cart on steroids for time <laughs> yeah. yeah um and then last but not least uh and and i hate to say this because i come from a, a golfing family but um the golfing in park city is unreal you you've got literally the who's who that that'll just fly in for the summer spring fall just the golf in park city Again, don't quote me on this, but I've heard there's something like 19 golf courses in like nine miles up in Park City, and they're all like world class. You're not talking basic little uh, golf courses. You're talking the who's who, PGA players, uh, celebrities, athletes um, spend a lot of time golfing in Park City, and a lot of them even own homes um, just for golfing in Park City, literally. Yeah, and again – top-notch golfing and i've played at a lot of these courses and it really is just a different experience yeah. um it's not your you know it's not your city courses your public courses and that, and that is one thing that is hard to sometimes understand is there are private courses in park city um more country club or more private courses yeah. but you know sometimes you can actually still get access depends on on the relationships there and we have good relationships there as well but it really kind of depends on on the courses uh, where you want to play but again really just top-notch golf and I'm not saying everywhere, but it, I would guess like if you're one of our, you know, one of our guests coming in to stay at like one of our properties, I'm not saying I could just call somebody, but being locals, I'm sure there's some type of connection that we can find if you're an avid golfer to be That's, able to get on the yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of these relationships that we have with um, these courses and it really depends. And we're talking Glen Wild, we're talking Promontory, yeah. uh, Red Ledges. I mean, a lot of these courses are uh, private courses and at yeah. the same time they're they're that way for a reason but at the same time we have incredible relationships here and again they do open them up a little bit um during during different times of the year uh and not necessarily i'm not saying opening them up to the public but they do 
um, open them up to, for, for different relationships and different times that people can play. So yeah, definitely something that, that we can, uh, we would uh, recommend. Yeah. All right. So that covers that. Um, this is my favorite part of park city, but talking about places to eat, um, I, I'm just going <laughs> to give a quick rundown of mine and then, uh, Chad, if you want to add anything, uh, food subjective. So it's a little bit hard, but, um, Vessel Kitchen is a local favorite of mine, started in Park City. I know they've got some locations opening up in Salt Lake now, but I love Vessel Kitchen, Kitchen, all locally sourced food, very health conscious, delicious food, like phenomenal, more of a, a fast casual setup. Um, yeah. So I just recommend, you know, on your way in or your way out or whatever, great place to eat if you want a higher quality food that you don't have to do a formal sit down um that's on your way going off the freeway coming into park city um river horse on main i will say and this is not an endorsement for them unless they want to endorse it <laughs> um, some of the best food i've ever had and some of their signature plates are phenomenal so when people are saying hey we want a really good place to eat i recommend river horse on main obviously in the name they're right on main street right in the middle of main street but you will have to get reservations so if you're going to yes. do that You've got to get reservations. Um, High West Distillery. Some people may recognize that if you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Because <laughs> they're, they're there a lot. I, I don't know um, what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've just heard. I know some people that watch the show that told me. So, Well, um, I will say, though, the High West Distillery is, again, it's not just, yes, that's where they make the whiskey. It is right. something to behold. It really yeah. is. The tours they offer are, I mean, next to none. They are incredible. Yes. So it's one of those things. Park City is also known for, I think I mentioned it before, but they're microbreweries. So if, if, you know, if you're a drinker, um, I'm not really versed on that as well as I should be. I'd like to know more. Um, but High West is one of those places that you go um, to grab a drink. It's, it's one of the hot spots. And again, it, it could be busy just because it is well known. A lot of TV shows film there. Um, but I, I always recommend it. Their burgers, their food, everything like that. And it is family friendly. So it's not, you know, you're just a straight bar. It's, it's family friendly. You can take the family there. Yeah. And, you know, and not just, well, Park City or Utah in general, but there is kind of this local brewery, you know, vibe. Mm -hmm. Definitely in Park City where there are a lot of the local um, Wasatch Brew Pub, Squatters, um, yep. Shades. These are all, you know, big companies that have, uh, have their headquarters right in Park City because of that vibe of, of kind of that local brew. That's where I'd open a brewery. That's going to open. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some steep competition. That's the problem. Well, and the and the money's there, so you know people are going to come in and spend money, and you're going to get exposure from Sundance and skiing yeah. stuff like that. So um, another one of my favorites is I. I like Cafe Torigo. I kind of grew up eating there. Um, you know, good Italian food. You've got Park City uh, Pizza and Pasta, which is a good family setup. Um, and then just anything on Main Street. I, you're really not going to – people are like, well, where should we go eat? And I'm like, literally, you can kind of pick your poison. It uh, really is true. Yeah. There's anything nothing along Main, on Street, Main Street. It's very true. Everything on Main Street is really good. And yeah, it has to be. Just it has to be or they wouldn't be in business with with the type of clientele they have up there that's very true it would be hard to stay in business and have a following unless you had a really great product so 
Well, and what's also a lot of fun is, which, you know, there are in some of these beachfront towns or, or whatnot, but you can walk up and down Main Street and they have the menus right there in a window. Yeah. You can look in, you can see, and a lot of it is very open seating, um, a very casual seating, uh, a lot of patio seating where you can actually kind of see what the restaurant's like, what the food is like before, hey, let's go check this one out or hey, let's keep on walking, you know, and you really can't you go can ask people incredible to places. <laughs> well... <laughs> maybe not they like you they're, they're close in utah but maybe not that close <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of main street i and i feel horrible saying this i should drive up there right now but i know everybody talks about billy blanco's which is not on main street but that's a, a hot spot and i need to just go up there and eat so i'm sorry billy blanco's if you ever listen to this but i i need to go up there and eat but i know i've got a lot of people that are big fans of billy blanco's have you eaten there chad I have been there several times and it is really, really it's good food. It's kind of that gearhead. You have, you know, yeah. restored, restored hot rods, Harleys, motorcycles. I mean, it really is this garage, almost like you'd see on a TV show, well, you know, re yeah. restore uh, shows, but it's really kind of fun because you go in there, you're sitting sometimes under these cars and it's, of course it's perfectly safe. They're all neon lit <laughs> and you know, they, it's not going to drop on you while you're eating your nachos or something like right. that, but it really is um, a lot of fun. I mean, lunch dinner nightlife i mean it really is a lot of fun yeah and then the other thing that i would recommend uh is handle in park city is another popular place a lot of people talk about whether it be for food or desserts and that that is right there on main street i it's kind of and it is hard to sit here and mention like these specific places because there's not a bad place on main street and every single one of them's talked about and it just yeah, depends on what kind of food you're looking for but again, and I, you know, fair warning, if it's on Main Street, it's no different than if it's in another tourist place. Like, it's not going to be cheap eats, you know? It, no, and it has to be good. If it's on Park City yeah. Main Street, it has to be good. Yeah. Is there any other places, Chad, that you can think of that? Um, not top of heaven. There, there's a few that are just right downtown, but some that are a little off the of beaten path. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's the, there's the saloon, there's saloons and stuff on main street, which are super popular hangouts. Um, and I, you know, that have great burgers, the breweries always have phenomenal burgers up there. Um, and then you've got right around the corner from our house, you've got Ruth's Chris, but it's like, I, I love Ruth's Chris, but it's like, I recommend that to people and they're like, great, we have one at home. So I, I don't, <laughs> You know, that is true. I, I guess there are some favorite. of the chains. There are some of the you know really nice chains or whatnot. But at the same time, there are more of the local flavor. You get a lot of the more, you know, uh, grass-fed beef stuff that's grown right here in Utah. Yeah. You get a lot of the more what farm-table type uh, restaurants, and mm -hmm. that alone is this new thing that has become. I mean, not so much this niche or niche thing anymore, but now it's upscale restaurants in Park City. I mean, and it really is incredible. Yeah, another one that's popular too is Maxwell's, and I know they're now in in uh, the Utah Jazz Arena and whatnot. But I know they've kind of been a staple in Park City. If you want pizza, you kind of want that. Want to go watch a game, uh, family friendly, um, but they're just known for their pizza, burgers, and wraps and stuff like that. So if you're looking for that type of stuff, it's a great place to go. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, other than that, I think that pretty much covers everything, at least on the surface. I've got, you know, down here on my list, just talk about places to stay. It's kind of hard to recommend that now with Airbnb. <laughs> I kind of is, huh? 
I mean, you've got to explore that option first. You may be able to get, I mean, all the real estate up there is, is absolutely beautiful. So it's like, I, that would be my first option. And then obviously you've got, you know, Deer Valley's Deer Valley. I mean, if you're, you're the who's who, if you're staying at Deer Valley, you've got the Marriott that's right there on main street. Um, but it's just hard not to explore and see what's available on Airbnb before you do anything else. Cause you may be the same price to go get a little villa or a nice house or a lodge house for, well, and that's all personal preference, right? Because, yeah. you know, there is your, your customer, your person, well, your client that wants to say, Hey, we want to come and have this resort experience where there is breakfast, there is a pool, there is mm-hmm. amenities, there's some things to do, or, Hey, we want to just go, we want to do an Airbnb and we want to do our own thing. And I mean, there are so many options and, you know, Again, pricing as well. You have upscale and the best resort and experience that, that you can have. Or there's a lot of the other hotels that are, again, they're in Park City. They have to be good to be in Park City. Let's, yeah. you know, let's make that clear. So they they, do. they're not, you know, rundown motels. No. Um, but really great places to stay. So you really can't go wrong depending on your personal preference. And I will say, I mean, we're self-proclaimed. Uh, professionals on Park City so I'm sure it's all subjective and what uh, the goal would be is that we're I'm going to try to narrow this down and try to get some people on the podcast that can go more in detail Um, we've just tried to scratch the surface which we probably haven't even done that because there's so much up there and so much it's so true every one of these little topics we've talked about could be its own individual podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll try to do. Um, you know, I know I've got a few lined up right now of some of the different things to do and it would be great to even have some of the restaurants on. I'd like to learn about that. And then, uh, park city is actually a hot spot uh, as well for, uh, coffee spots too. So that's true. And it'd be kind of fun. I mean, we could do some you know yeah. live recordings or on site and try out some food and really kind of, yeah, try out some of these restaurants and places to go. That's so a good point. Restaurants, so if, if you're listening, hey, give us a, <laughs> give us a shout. <laughs> prepare the food. We will come up. They're sitting there going, all right, self-proclaimed professionals. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we've spent enough time. We appreciate you guys listening. Chad, thanks for joining. Um, no, of course. Thanks for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> okay. Thanks again. Hey, appreciate it. Thank that. you, guys.